live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Everybody, how are you on this? I thought it was Monday, but it's actually Tuesday on this Tuesday, May 30th, year of our Lord, 2023. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Broadcasting, as always, from the live free or die Granite State of New Hampshire. Myself and my boy, producer Eli, we're ready to knock your socks off and give you some good... uh, Some entertainment and some news, or a little bit of both. I don't know. Either way, we're going to leave you walking away informed with a little bit more knowledge. And maybe, just maybe, a smile on your face. Because the news is not always doom and gloom. If you've got the truth, folks, then you're already a step ahead of the curve. And that's one thing you get here on LFA TV, and that is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help us God. I'd like to give some morning shout-outs right now if I could. Bobby Driver is in the building. Moose for Trump is watching. How are you? JL Jazz, Osborne H.W. Wilson, DeClues, Lord Fishy, Brad Burgess, Majorva, how you doing? Beck 624 is in the building. Gene is here, JL. Uh, J.K. Alba is in the building. Lisa Knock and V. Maxter. We've got Miguel Ortiz. We've got Voter 2NH. We've got Joe Bo, more Miguel Ortiz, Carol 126, Race Mom 53 is here. Heather is in the building. How you doing? I'd like to give a big shout out to our very own Corn Pop because Corn Pop and her husband, Steve, gave birth to their little baby LFA baby, the newest LFA fem- family member, the, Lew- the the newest nugget. And she was born over this holiday weekend. So big shout out to them and prayers on their new parenthood on that journey. It's going to be one heck of a journey. The LFA producer, Eli, is in the chat, says rumble, 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 and I don't disagree. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Look, folks, we had a great Memorial Day weekend. If a lot of you were looking for the Faith and Family Show on Sunday, we did not do a Faith and Family Show on Monday, even though we planned to because uh, my daughter, Lily, uh, broke her arm on Saturday evening on her anniversary. So it was quite a weekend leading into the holiday, Um, but we're here. We're strong. God's with us. And uh, the LFA family member prayers have been heard uh, this this weekend. So thank you to all of you guys for being here. Uh, Another thing that happened this weekend was a very special message from one Mr. Donald J. Trump that I would like to play for you now. This is President Trump's Agenda 47, of course, 47th president. But this is his plan to discourage illegal immigration by ending 
automatic citizenship for the children of illegal aliens. What does that mean? No more anchor babies, ladies and gentlemen. We should have never had them to begin with. Roll the clip. Joe Biden has launched an illegal foreign invasion of our country, allowing a record number of illegal aliens to storm across our borders. From all over the world, they came. Under Biden's current policies, even though these millions of illegal border crossers have entered the country unlawfully, all of their future children will become automatic U.S. citizens. Can you imagine? They'll be eligible for welfare, taxpayer-funded health care, the right to vote, chain migration, and countless other government benefits, many of which will also profit the illegal alien parents. This policy is a reward for breaking the laws of the United States and is obviously a magnet helping draw the flood of illegals across our borders. They come by the millions and millions and millions. They come from mental institutions. They come from jails, prisoners, some of the toughest, meanest people you'll ever see. The United States is among the only countries in the world that says that even if neither parent is a citizen nor even lawfully in the country, their future children are automatic citizens the moment the parents trespass no more. onto our soil. As has been laid out by many scholars, this current policy is based on a historical myth and a willful misinterpretation of the law by the open borders advocates. Uh, there aren't that many of them around. It's amazing. Who wants this? Who wants to have prisoners coming into our country? Who wants to have people who are very sick coming into our country? People from mental institutions coming into our country? And come they will. They're coming by the thousands, by the tens of thousands. As part of my plan to secure the border on day one of my new term in office, I will sign an executive order making clear to federal agencies that under the correct interpretation of the law, Going forward, the future children of illegal aliens will not receive automatic U.S. citizenship. It's things like this that bring millions of people to our country, and they enter our country illegally. My policy will choke off a major incentive for continued illegal immigration, deter more migrants from coming, and encourage many of the aliens Joe Biden has unlawfully let into our country to go back to their home countries. They must go back. Nobody could afford this. Nobody could do this. And even morally, it's so wrong. My order will also end their unfair practice known as birth tourism, where hundreds of thousands of people from all over the planet squat in hotels for their last few weeks of pregnancy to illegitimately and illegally obtain U.S. citizenship for the child, often to later exploit chain migration to jump the line and get green cards for themselves and their family members. It's a practice that's so horrible and so egregious, but we let it go forward. At least one parent will have to be a citizen or a legal resident in order to qualify. We will secure our borders and we will restore our sovereignty starting on day one. Our country will be great again. Our country will be a country again. We'll have borders. We'll have proper education, and we'll put America first. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Trump. I think that's uh, not only intelligent, but it's smart. It's right. And you know what I really love about what he said? He said the only way that this is going to be allowed is if one parent, at least one parent, is a citizen, and then they will qualify. 
qualify, not approved, not will, but qualify, and then they're going to look at it on a case-by-case basis. So this is Donald Trump telling you what his plan is, not if, but when he gets back to the White House. Truly, truly, and 100% agree, there is nothing, even war, will not stop Trump from retaining that White House once again. Okay? That's number one. So he's laid out the plan for the anchor babies, but prior to this, he's already laid out the plan for the illegal aliens that have coming in and that continue to pour in every day. He's going to go and he's going to get every one of them out. And we know where every one of them will be because every one of them will be receiving benefits, number one, and will have an Obama-Biden phone, number two. So get, uh, get cozy while you can because your day is coming. Let's now go, ladies and gentlemen, to the verse of the day today, which I titled, and boy, what a show we had this morning, Knowing Versus Belief. And we're going to go to Romans 10, 10, 14 to read from the good book, the good word, the gospel. Ladies and gentlemen, well, the gospels are the first four books of the New Testament. But you know what I mean? The good news. We're going to go and read from Romans right now. Uh, before we start the show, we're going to give God his due, uh, his due um, attention. Okay? Verse Romans 10, 10, for, uh, 10, 10 through 14. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with his mouth confession is made into salvation. So your heart believes, and you confess it with your mouth. For the scripture saith, whoever so believeth in him shall not be ashamed, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Not could be, not might be, not should be, shall be. Okay? How then shall they call on him whom they've not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they've not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Let me read 15 for you to cap it all off. And how shall they preach except they be sent? Meaning if nobody sent them, how can they be here preaching? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Now, here's what I wrote. You may say, I know that God exists. You may say, I know Jesus died for our sins and rose again on the third day. However, you don't know. Not of this earthly description of what knowing is anyway. You believe. Your belief then becomes knowledge that you cannot explain to someone who has not taken the same path as you. Blessed are those who see and believe, but how much more blessed is the one who believes and then sees? You know your parents exist. You don't believe your parents exist. You know they exist because you see them every day. You know what skin color you have and what eye color and hair color that you have, whatever they are. You don't believe it. You know it. You know that we live in a country called America. You just don't believe it to be true, right? You believe in God because you have heard and read the gospel. You believe in God because you have witnessed countless miracles that other, others do not see or do not recognize, starting with your own transformation from one person to another. Not physically, obviously, but spiritually. We believe we all have a soul even though we can't see it. Our belief manifests into heavenly knowledge that is more pure than the facts of this earth. We believe in Christ and what he did and who he was, not because it was written down, but because we have heard the gospel, which is the true word of God, and it convicted even the hardest of our hearts and changed us from the inside out. We believe, which leads to us having knowledge. 
Our knowing comes from our belief, our faith. Most people's belief comes from their knowledge, which comes from them seeing something. However, even your eyes can deceive you. And I did a little uh, analogy this morning on Rise Up to show you that's true. Be careful. Stay in the word. Stay close to God. Believe in his words and his promises, and you will be just fine. Amen? Okay, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'm telling you, it was a great show this morning, folks. And we are now 15 minutes past the hour. Thank you guys all very much. Look, all I want to do today is beat Real America's Voice News, okay? Real America's Voice News, I noticed during Steve Bannon today on Rumble, had 3,700 people watching. If we break 4,000, then we beat Real America's Voice News and our friend Steve Bannon. Right here on Rumble. A little friendly competition, so that means I'm going to need Rumbles like crazy, and I'm going to need shares to every social media platform you have as we lift up our cups and have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Kevin McCarthy, ladies and gentlemen, folded like a lawn chair. Kevin McCarthy caved like a bat. Or Kevin McCarthy gave in like a rhino. Whichever way you want to cut it, whichever way you skin that cat, Kevin McCarthy is a coward. Kevin McCarthy failed to do what he should have done and what a majority of Republicans in the voting base, us, we the people, wanted him to do, and he caved to the Democrats. Kevin McCarthy doesn't think he caved. Kevin McCarthy thinks that we got something good. Kevin McCarthy says that the best deals are the deals where both sides are a little bit unhappy. Kevin McCarthy clearly does not understand the art of the deal, and if Kevin McCarthy is truly talking to Donald J. Trump about this, I pray and hope that this was not at the advisement of one Donald J. Trump. So now, I have not said this until today about his speakership, but I 100% believe that we don't have to remove him right now, although I would like to. All we have to do is destroy and blow up his verbal deal with Joe Biden. So how do we destroy and blow up his deal, his verbal deal? deal with Joe Biden behind closed doors on the phone call with his buddy in the Uniparty, we blow it up by not voting for it. So what does that mean that we have to do? Well, ladies and gentlemen, there are already eight Republicans who've said, we're not going along with this deal. However, these eight Republicans of these eight, some of them are already DeSantis supporting establishment rhinos. So my question is, is this just a ploy to be able to get something out of it for their vote? Or do eight Republicans truly believe that this is a bad deal and that we should not move forward? However, I think by today, end of day today, there may be even more. But either way, destroy this thing, blow up this deal, blow up this debt ceiling deal, get rid of it. Because one thing that was not um, agreed to was to repeal the funding for the 87,000 IRS agents. Now, I said... I have no problem with increasing the debt limit if we make sure that we get far more 
than the increased debt limit gives us. Number one, we should have made sure that we cut spending by whatever it is that we, re- that we increase the debt. If we increase the debt by, let's say, $10, then we should reduce and decrease our spending by $10. And in that case, the $10 that we reduced in spending would then ultimately maybe not, you know, maybe not this dollar for that dollar, but ultimately we are not spending more than we are, uh, than our debt allows us to. So it's, it's very simple. And repeal the 87,000 IRS agents and a few other things. And Kevin McCarthy said, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I want to get this, 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 and this. Now, the other day, you also heard me talking about little wins. Democrats take little wins and Republicans don't. And you would say, Jeremy, but this wouldn't this count as a little win? And I would say, yes. Increasing the debt ceiling like the Democrats want, but by reducing our spending, then that, to me, is a little win. Not increasing the debt limit, not reducing the spending by as much as we wanted to, and not getting rid of the 87,000 IRS agents, or at least the funding for said agents. That doesn't sound like a good deal to me. So is it time to remove Kevin McCarthy because we have zero confidence in him? I agree. That I agree. So I would like for all of us to put pressure on the Patriot 20 to remove him, or at least threaten to remove him over this. And in the meantime, let's have these eight Republicans say no on McCarthy's spending bill. And I was actually surprised when I found out who those Republicans were. Let me read you the story, though, as it is written, okay? Here's the update. As of this morning, at least eight Republicans have already announced that they will not vote for Kevin McCarthy's spending deal with Joe Biden. Democrats were able to increase spending in historic levels with the deal despite the greatest inflation numbers in 40 years. Now, before I continue to read on this, let me also tell you that there are Democrats who do not want this bill either. So there are more than likely going to be more than just these eight Republicans, if they can hold fast, voting against the spending bill, which is good. Okay? GOP representatives, Good, that's Bob Good, Roy, Bishop, Norman, Boebert, Biggs, Rosendell, and Buck are a hard no. And Representative Lauren Boebert also signed that she was a hard no in a tweet that she released saying, our base did not volunteer, door knock, and fight so hard to get us the majority for this kind of compromise with Joe Biden. Our voters deserve better than this. We work for them. You can count me as a hard no on this deal. We can do better. Okay, I agree. So here is the ones that are publicly criticizing, and here's the ones that are hard no. Let's get the ones that are publicly criticizing also to a hard no so we can blow this deal up on its head. Here's your hard no's again. Good, Roy, Norman, Boebert, Biggs, Rosendell, and Buck. Those are hard no's. Here's publicly criticizing, leaning towards no, but we need to get them to the hard no. So how do we do that? We call them. Luna, Cloud, Santos, and Gates. Now, Santos and Gates, I can get a hold of. Luna and Cloud, I cannot. But here's my question. Where is Marjorie Taylor Greene on this list? Where is Marjorie Taylor Greene? Folks, we have 3,400 people watching, just shy. We need 400 more 
to beat Real America's Voice News today on Rumble. Let's get to Sharon. So Gates is on the publicly criticizing, leaning towards no. So is Luna, so is Cloud, so is Santos. But guess who's not on either list? Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's not on either list. So that means that she's riding or dying with her boy toy, Mr. Kevin McCoward McCarthy. And yes, I said that right, her boy toy. So Kevin McCarthy will be forced to rely on Democrats to carry the spending deal. I don't think he's going to get it. I think Democrats are also going to deny him the vote. So again, where are you, Marjorie Taylor Greene? Are you fundraising with your little text 44344 blah, blah, blah to my campaign so I can make more money? Or are you going to stand up and actually stand up? Because saying, I'm putting in articles of impeachment on all these people, that's great. It keeps them on defense. It keeps investigations going. I'm all for it. I'm not like other people that say, this isn't going to do no good. But yes, it will do no good if you don't stand up for other things that actually count, Marjorie Taylor Greene. So get your ask me no more questions, tell me no more lies, button gear, and stand with a hard no on this debt ceiling um, increase. It's not good for the country. And again, I think, we sh- I think Matt Gates should be an easy hard no. But I want to talk to Matt Gates. I want to get him on the show. I talked to his, um, his comms director last week. We want him on the show sooner than later. I'd like to talk to him about this specific topic right here. Okay? And thank you very much for the $2 donation to Angel Girl. Um, one thing I did not mention today as we just passed 3400 Thank you very much. One thing I did not mention today on today's show is that our monthly donations, our donors for the first time, is down to 50%. Now, I attribute that to Joe Biden's America, and a lot of people just don't have the money anymore. And I, and I, I sympathize, and I respect that. But you should know that we are down to 50% of our monthly donation that we need. So just keep that in mind. Now, moving forward, the same Congress, who should be a hard no on this vote no matter what, is also like James Comer, Jim Jordan, and all these other people are doing hardcore investigations into the FBI, into the CIA, into the uh, Department of Justice, into the Department of Homeland Security, et cetera, et cetera. And they gave the FBI until tomorrow to turn over all unclassified documents that ties Joe Biden to this $5 million plus bribery scheme that he was in, basically selling his position for power to foreign adversaries or face contempt of Congress hearings. Now, some people's going to say, but Jeremy, these contempt of Congress hearings don't do anything unless they're arrested. I agree. And that is why I am so happy that precedent was set when they arrested Steve Bannon. Because they can arrest Christopher Ray over this. They can. They can instruct the sergeant-at-arms, they can instruct the, the, the police of D.C. to go and arrest Christopher Ray on these contempt charges if he's found guilty like Bannon was. No different. Chairman James Comer and the House Oversight Committee announced Thursday of last week that they will launch contempt of Congress proceedings if Christopher Wray and the FBI refuse to turn over the incriminating, incriminating Biden document by tomorrow. This was, so last Friday, James Comer wrote the FBI demanding they turn over the document alleging the $5 million bribery scheme. I, I talked about that last Friday. Tomorrow's the deadline. Will they arrest him? That's the question. Will they arrest him if he doesn't hand it over and the contempt charges move forward and the hearing moves forward and then I believe they have to have the hearing and then if he doesn't turn it over by then, they can arrest him. Will they arrest him? Will they do it? 
I want to bring up the Rumble chat. And I want to, I'm saying, let's stay hypothetically here. Hypothetically, they don't turn him over and they give him the, 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 the bird and they say, nope, we're not going to do it. Does Congress arrest them? Let's see what you think. If they don't follow through, nope, they won't do crap. Um, let's see. Won't happen. No, no, they won't. Worthless Republicans. Who is going to arrest Christopher Ray? I would say the sergeant at arms would. Uh, that's who the Congress has direct power over anyway. Uh, Nick says, yes, they will. Most people say no. Most people say nothing will happen. Some people say, I hope. Some people say it's weak. Nope, they won't. Here's my prediction. I hate to say this, but here's my prediction. Based off historical events, my prediction is they won't. My prediction is something will happen where they come to some kind of agreement to kick the can down the road a little further. However, my hope and my prayers are that they will because we have to start showing sooner or later that there are consequences for actions without waiting for Donald Trump to become the president of the United States to do so. Something should happen from now until 2025 of January of 2025 that will show that. Kittenhead said, Jeremy, can you check my order for a tote bag? Ordered it on May 5th. Sabrina, are you still here? Huh? What's the name? Hold on. Name is Kittenhead. I don't know what the first name is. Need a first name so we know, okay? And you should have an email for Sabrina, but this is for Sabrina's first day back in the office since last week, so maybe we're shipping them out today. Don't know. But if you ordered it on the 5th, it should have already gotten there a long time ago. That's 20 days ago by now. Okay? So you should have the, um, you should have Sabrina's email from anything else that you've ordered. All right? Um, can we get the sergeant at arms info and light up the arrests? I think that's all public knowledge. Um, let's see. I saw Kittenhead, resp- Kelly is her name. Kelly, I need a last name too, not just a first name. I need a name, first and last, okay? Uh, either way, we'll get it right out to you if we haven't, all right? All right, so ladies and gentlemen, my question is, do you think they'll arrest him? Most of you said no. I'm gonna pray they do. I don't think they will either, but let's see. Time will tell, all right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are at 3,600. We only need 200 more people in here to beat Real America's Voice News, while they were airing Steve Bannon. Let's see if we can do it. Let's share, share, share as we go to a good word from our first sponsor. And I believe this is a good sponsor for right now. This is a good segue because I say we should chop up that bill. So let's chop up that bill the right way and let's cut it up with the Tack Right Mini Chainsaw, right? No more debt ceiling. It's not going to happen. No more debt ceiling. So here we go. Tack Right Mini Chainsaw, ladies and gentlemen. We have today and tomorrow. And the first day may be gone. So why don't you get your deal today? You got Father's Day coming up. You know you already have um, OFP Farms, right? You have discounts for them for Father's Day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this Tackwright Mini Chainsaw, which, by the way, we use at our house all the time, is for $129 for Father's Day if you go to TackrightLFATV.com. That is TackrightLFATV.com. It is um, free shipping and handling. And if you buy multiple, you get a cheaper price. 
If you buy three of them, they're, they're less than $90 a piece. So get yours today, TacRightLFATV.com. Put a big hurt on Big Tool, just like we're putting a big hurt on big box stores for what they did to Mike Lindell and also Big Pharma with CBD. Order yours today. Order your chainsaw today. Check this out. Here's some frequently asked questions and answers. Can it cut a two-by-four board? Our chainsaw has a cutting length of four inches. So yes, it can cut through a two-by-four. Do I need bar lube for this chain? And if so, where do I apply it? No, not really. I just put bar chain oil on it because that is what I have always done with chainsaws, but it works well without it. Here's another one. How easy is it to tension the chain? Does it stay or do you constantly have to fool with it? Very easy to tension the chain. Just need a screwdriver. All of those are true. So ladies and gentlemen, TacRightLFATV.com, Father's Day present, TacRightLFATV.com. Moving on. As you guys may have heard, and I told you they were going to do it last week, they did it after I announced it and reported on it that Ken Paxton, the Attorney General for Texas, would be impeached. Ken Paxton, the Attorney General for Texas, was in fact impeached. And the Texas Senate that will either convict him of that impeachment or not, kind of like the same way Donald Trump's impeachment went. The Senate gives the members until late August to begin the impeachment trial for Attorney General Paxton. And until he is, this trial goes on, Greg Abbott will appoint an Attorney General in the interim. So let me ask you a question. Do you know why he was impeached? Well, they're impeaching him on what they call bribery and abuse of power. Okay, bribery screams and abuse of power, basically giving special treatment to a large donor. Let me also add this. U.S. Sergeant at Arms, Senate Sergeant at Arms is Karen Gibson. Thank you for that. Thank you for that, Heather. Let me add to this. Do you know that Ken Paxton was elected by the people by almost what they call a super majority Supermajority, that means 70% of Texas and Texas citizens voted Ken Paxton in. Ken Paxton is a Trump-endorsed candidate. Ken Paxton is a Trump-endorsed attorney general. And Ken Paxton is the only attorney general to go after the Biden administration as hard as and as many times as attorney general Ken Paxton has. And in Texas, when you are impeached, I don't know about every state, but you are immediately removed from office pending trial. So when I said, Ken Paxton, you should use your power last week and start investigations into Biden and bring up charges on him and put an arrest warrant for him, you should have done it while you had the office because now it goes to the Senate. So you ask me, wait a minute, Jeremy, hold on. Isn't the Republican Party in charge in Texas, much like New Hampshire? Yes, they are. But the Republican Party is filled with rhinos in Texas, filled with uniparty establishment people, and they are letting this invasion happen on the southern border because they could stop this invasion like that. Greg Abbott could stop this invasion tomorrow if he wanted to. In 1,400 miles of U.S. border with Mexico, which is the most, Ken pa- or, uh, Attorney, not Attorney General, excuse me, Governor Greg Abbott could stop this invasion tomorrow. But he's let it continue under the guise of we're trying to stop it. We're trying to stop it. We're trying to stop it, but now Ken Paxton is no longer there and he's removed from power until late August. Trump-backed candidate, the only one to go after Obama or go after Biden, 
and one that probably could, if he wanted to, bring up charges and arrest warrants on Biden, and they removed him. What was he up to that they removed him from? That's my question. Again, he was elected by 70% of Texas. That's almost a super majority. And now the rhinos removed him. The Democrats didn't have the power to remove him. The Republicans did. Texas is, at the, on, Texas is on the verge of becoming a blue Democratic state because of your governor, just like mine, rhino scumbag, and because of your rhino Republican establishment elected officials. So ladies and gentlemen, what we need to do is call the Senate because the House of Representatives already voted, call the Senate and blow it up. Not blow it up physically, blow them up by phone calls. Blow them up. I think we have a uh, I think we have a light them up button. There it is. Karen says, "Tack right mini chainsaw link doesn't work." Well, let me scroll down here to the Tack right mini chainsaw link here. Click on it. Hold on, it's loading. When I'm doing a show, I have very slow internet because my live features are eating up everything. So once that uh, once that updates, we'll go over and check it. But it should be TackRightLFATV.com again. Tackright. LFATV.com. Coslo says, wow, their plan is working great. Told you not to give Abbott smarties, says Troy. Well, I'm always going to give somebody a smarty or a dumb dumb if they deserve it based on what they do at that moment. Not overall. I didn't give him a smarty award for life. Jeremy Sununu was on The View bumping his gums with the witches. Yeah, talking about running for president. That's never going to happen. And we almost beat Real America's Voice News, we never quite got it. We got up to 3,700, 3, and then we went back down. So we didn't quite beat him, and I'm wondering where the rest of our audience seems to be. By the way, our Rumble page is fixed. Moving on. So you guys know about what's going on with Ken Paxton. I had to give you that update, but we got a lot more news to get to, so we're moving on. Here we go. Check this out. Oh, they somebody asked, what was the reasoning for taking out Ken Paxton? bribery and abuse of power basically saying that one of his biggest donors he gave special treatment to that's what they're saying that's the reason why all right moving on uh do you guys remember the u-haul driver the illegal u-haul driver who crashed into the gates at the white house with threats of coming after and killing the president of the united states of america those threats were real by the way his threats on record were that he was coming after the president and the vice president of the United States of America and that he was coming after to physically remove them or to harm them or kill them. I'm paraphrasing here. I don't know the exact exact wording of the report. And then remember, they found the Nazi flag and he was from Missouri. But then we started finding out that he was an Indian, not an Indian of the United States. I'm talking about Indian descent. You know, Pakistan area over there. And that he was illegal. And now we find out this, folks. Ready for this? (laughs) You're going to love this. One week ago, an illegal alien from Chesterfield, Missouri, at least from there while he's residing in the United States, crashed into the White House. White supremacist attack, they said, blah, 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 blah. Internet users were immediate, uh, immediately were suspect. Of course, we all were. It said, hey, this is a Fed operation. Now we find out his name was Cy Varshif, Right. Shai Varthis was taken into custody at the scene. Full, uh, he, cha- 
He, Shai Varsith Kandula is his whole name. He faced multiple charges, including assault with a dangerous weapon, reckless operation of a motor vehicle, a threat to kill the president, kidnap or inflict bodily harm on a vice president and president or their family members, and destruction of federal property and trespassing. Okay? Fast forward to today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Something extraordinary happened. Prosecutors dropped every single charge. Eli, are you hearing this? They dropped every single charge against the illegal alien who brought a U-Haul to the Capitol to kill or kidnap the president, the vice president, and his family. And they drop every charge, leaving him with nothing but a single count of depredation of property of the United States and fined $1,000. Fed boy! Fed boy, that, ladies and gentlemen, is what you call a federal false flag. That is what you call them trying to go, oh, look, a squirrel, but nobody fell for it. And because nobody fell for it, even the mainstream media, at least to the tune of a 24-hour wrap-up smear campaign, they dropped all charges. Can somebody say, Fed boy, we are 20 people away from 3,700. That means we're 120 people away from beating RAV today. Come on, people, we could do this. The distraction didn't work, so they dropped the charges. Had the distraction worked, that man would continually be uh, called a white supremacist today, and he would be charged with trying to kill the president. Look, if you're making threats of killing the president of the United States of America, if I did that right now, If I did that right now without smashing into the White House with a U-Haul, the Fed boys would show up and Fed boy my butt right to prison. I wouldn't have to crash into the White House gate with a U-Haul. I would just merely have to say it on this channel right now and by the end of the day, life from America would be done. But yet all charges against him were dropped but a $1,000 fine. Wasn't that nice? Isn't that nice? The things that we expose. I wonder if you're going to hear on mainstream media today the update on that man, on that illegal alien. I wonder if we're going to hear that. Moving on. The next story we're going to go talk about is Target. So ladies and gentlemen, we've been asking, why would these companies follow the likes of a Bed Bath & Beyond? Why would these companies follow the likes of a Bud Light? Why would these companies go woke if they know they're going to go broke? Well, first of all, the reason why they go broke in the first place is because George Soros is funding their existence. You say, well, wait a minute. What about all the stuff they sell? Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. But ladies and gentlemen, they, all these companies qualify for something that George Soros and the WEF and these global partners give to them in the way of money and orders, right? And they're ordered to do something and they must do it regardless. And whatever they lose, they don't care because they'll be subsidized by the government or by foreign adversaries. By the way, we just went over 3,700. We are 75 away from 3,800. Let's hit it. Okay? So, you, so it really doesn't matter to them. But when you do a little bit, bit of a deeper dive into why they could possibly be doing this outside of that, <laughs> Target's vice president of brand management is a board member of a company called G-L-S-E-N. Glisten is, the, is how they pronounce it. And it's also a radical LGBTQIA pedo plus group that promotes grooming, pornography, and filth in classrooms. He is the vice president of brand management, folks. 
Now, even though they've lost $10 billion and losing more, they've already come out and said, still going to do it. We'll move the section, but we're still going to do it. Target is selling Abraplon, Abraplon, I think that's how you spell it. We belong everywhere, messenger bags, and two queer for here messenger bags, and cure transphobia, not trans people sweatshirts. Quote, all items were designed for all bodies, regardless of gender identity and presentation, Target said in a description for the items. Quote, we added design features to help make the fit customizable for you. Our hope is for all guests to find clothing that make them feel comfortable and affirmed in their identity. We understand that this fit is incredibly important and will continue to evolve and improve on fit needings needs for the LGBTQIA pedo plus community. I put in the word pedo. That's what the vice president of brand marketing says. Basically, screw you, screw your boycott. We're going to continue to do it. Now, they use the word fit. I thought that was funny. Fit should be how it physically fits over you. Not what you identify as and not what affirms fit. You mean design, not fit. You mean the stuff that you put on, the message, the propaganda, not fit. Using the wrong word there, guys. Here's the other thing. Hey, Eli, you know what I find interesting? If you go for gender-affirming care, well, ladies and gentlemen, that only exists if you want to change your gender. Jeremy, what do you mean? A person who wants to go to a doctor to increase their biological gender abilities would not be affirmed. But a child going to a doctor to change their biological identity, that's affirmation. Meaning this, if a girl who's, say, 16 years old, puberty wasn't kind to her, her breasts did not develop like she liked them to, like she would have liked them to. Her butt and hips did not develop like she would like them to, right? That would consist of being an attractive woman in our society today. So she goes to the doctor and she says, hey, doc, I don't like the way my, my body is, is responding to puberty. I want to enhance my estrogen. I want to give, can you give me something that'll make my breasts grow and affirm for me that I really am a woman? Can you give me something that'll make my butt and hips shape a little bit better to affirm to me that I'm an actual woman? The doctor will look at you and say, no, that needs to happen naturally. If I go to a doctor as a guy, as a boy, as a young boy and say, hey, doc, look, man, puberty isn't being kind to me. Okay? I don't have the pectoral muscles and the shoulder muscles that I want. I don't, have the, I don't have the muscles and the arms. I don't have the speed and the quickness that I want. Can you affirm my gender and by giving me a little bit of testosterone boosters? The doctor's going to look at you and say, nope, not going to do that. I'm not going to affirm that for you. However, if I go to the doctor as a child and say, I don't like my gender. I want to completely change it. Well, then they'll give you puberty blockers, hormone estrogen, testosterone, whatever it is you need to change. So again, ladies and gentlemen, remember, they're only going to affirm, there's only going to be gender-affirming care if that gender-affirming care consists of switching you from what you were born as, not by affirming what you want to be inside your own body, inside your own God-given born gender. Isn't that weird? I just thought that was obvious, that was just super weird. But yes, the VP of brand management for Target belongs to Glisten, G-L-S-E-N, which is a major radical L-I-L-G-B-T-I-A-Q-P-I-A-P-E-T-O-Plus-X-Y-Z funded group. 
And by the way, they hate people who are heterosexual. Hate them. So ladies and gentlemen, they're not going anywhere. So just shop somewhere else. That's all. Keep making them go completely broke because Soros is only going to be able to fund them so much. Amen? All right, ladies and gentlemen, this weekend was Memorial Day, which we'll get into talking about just a second because there was some disgusting acts of behavior that happened all over the country on Memorial Day. But if anybody saw me post a picture of what I was doing yesterday, I was grilling food outside, had some family and friends over next to a little brand new built little uh, mini miniature house that actually housed my four Patriots power generators. I have one big one, one small one. We're going to be purchasing another one because we're, we built a little powerhouse outside and it houses my generators and my solar panels in which everything that I operate outside, like the pool pump, my uh, any tools that I'm using is all done with power from the sun. You can do that too. You don't need to wait for an emergency to have a four, power, four Patriots power generator. You can literally get power from the sun for free and minimize your electric bill. You can also do hero bundles now and get survival food with your power generators. So if you're not following me on Instagram, go check it out. It looks pretty cool. Maybe I'll post a picture of just that so you can see what I've done and how I've done it. But if you go to fourpatriots.com and you purchase anything on there whatsoever, a portion of every dollar that you spend will go to a veteran's family, will go to somebody who fought for this country's family, and everything there is made in the USA, baby. Made in the USA. So we have seven, uh, 3,740 people watching. We need just 60 more to beat RAV. And ladies and gentlemen, secure and declare your independence today, not only from the government, but also from the utility companies by shopping at 4patriots.com using the promo code LFA. And remember, China is hoarding 50% of wheat, corn, and rice in the world. Just saying. Moving on. The Massachusetts, if you live in the state of Massachusetts, please raise your hand. Oh, we're only 30 away. Let's do it. Let's beat RAV today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Massachusetts Police, uh, State Police Union put out a statement saying they are disgusted. This is a quote. We are disgusted with the violence and the unlawful behavior that happened this Memorial Day weekend when we should be honoring those who fell for, uh, fell for us to secure our way of life. I'm disgusted too. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what America is under Democrat rule. Roll the clip. This was Revere Beach in Massachusetts. By the way, this kind of unlawful, lewd, and disgusting behavior was allowed to go on across the United States this weekend. These are misguided, godless individuals, our youth of our nation, completely unaware. This is a big fight going on. This is a fight. This is fights going on. This is crap going on. Completely unaware of why we even have the holidays that we have. So yesterday, oh, by the way, this happened all over the country. Oh, we didn't quite make 3,800. We fell back. It's happening all over the country. And the scary part about that is, is as I sat there last night, I remember being young. I remember being stupid. I remember doing things that I shouldn't do. I remember being a degenerate little brat. But you know what I always, always did? I always understood what our holidays were for. Even before being a Christian, I understood that Christmas was a Christian uh, celebration. Okay, I understood that Memorial Day was to honor our veterans. My family, my grandfathers were in World War II and the Korean War. My family was a military family. 
I honored Labor Day. I honored Memorial Day. I honored Veterans Day by at least saying happy whatever and, and acknowledging them. Kids, today, they don't even care today. They don't even care today. Eli was saying something to me the other day. He said, um, we were watching this um, throwback, uh, Marty McFly and Doc Brown, uh, of course, the actors who play them, uh, they, were, they, they came on a, a late night talk show a few years ago and pretended to be Marty McFly and Doc Brown again. And they were like, wow, we traveled to the future where they have cell phones. Can you believe this? And uh, Doc Brown says, oh, man, these things, basically limitless information at your hand. You, could, you have all the intelligence of all the, the smartest people at, at your disposal. What could you do with these things? And, and, and somebody said, yeah, we just use it to take pictures and selfies. Perfect representation of our nation today. Completely unaware, completely ignorant, completely just depraved of any kind of knowledge whatsoever of why we do what we do. Why we do what we do. Why we have the country that we have today. Why we have the freedoms to fight on Revere Beach like that. 30 and 40 people having a full-on brawl. You have the freedom to do that because people died for you. You morons. And I blame it on the parents and the school systems. I really do. Meanwhile, here was the view in New York City when Donald Trump decided he was going to visit New York City for Memorial Day weekend. Check this out. Beloved by the people. People love it. People love him. Look at the lines of people. Look at that. Just to show up in New York City. Now, when Joe Biden shows up, he has that many people too. Unfortunately for him, those are those same people holding FJB flags and Let's Go Brandon flags. And then, of course, he, you know, for Memorial Day, he visited, you know, Arlington and everything. He's just a great man. He's just a great man of the people. Now, ladies and gentlemen... I want to go back to Texas for a minute. We don't have a lot of time left, so I want to get through these next stories pretty quickly, okay? I want to go to Texas, back, back to Texas. Because just to show you again, life under Democrat rule and life in these public school education systems and stuff like that, there's a high school in Texas that is being forced to postpone their graduation because only five students in the entire class met the requirements to graduate. And it is Maryland High School, ladies and gentlemen, Maryland High School in Texas is forced to postpone, postpone their graduation because only five students met the requirements to graduate. Sounds like the high school here in the town that I live in too. Absolutely disgusting and stupid. Look, like I'll tell you, I told you this a thousand times. The public school system is the experiment. Homeschooling was done for centuries, millennia. The experiment is not homeschooling. The experiment is the public school education system. And it has failed us. And it has failed our children. And they made us believe when I was growing up that homeschool kids were weird. Homeschool kids are weird. No, homeschool kids are academically 10 miles above where we were in public school. And public school is an absolute joke. And 90% of the public schools in this country, whether you like to believe it or not, are an absolute joke. And you would be well to heed the warnings now and figure out a way to put your child in a homeschooling network because it's only going to benefit you and them.
Here's another story that I wanted to focus on. Tennessee, check this out. Tennessee, ladies and gentlemen, the first ever safe haven baby box had a baby placed in it 30 minutes after it was born. This is an attempt to try to stop, you know, abortion. It's a safe haven baby drop-off box. Please do not open door unless you are in need of services. Silent alarm will activate. This is the first ever baby safe haven drop box. And, the, and, and it, when it was up within 30 minutes of a delivery, a mother put their baby in it. Staff members were alerted to the silent alarm system. The staff called an ambulance and, the, and then got the baby to a local hospital. KFD Assistant Chief Mark Wilbank said in a statement that he is pleased that the new system can help a parent in crisis who does not know what to do with the baby. Now, while this scares me, better than, le- better than killing it, better than leaving it in a dumpster, better than leaving it in an alley. Remember that judge that we had on that one time here on LFA where he said that his mom left him in, in the middle of the winter in an alley and somebody found him and took him to an orphanage? Today he's a judge and a father and a grandfather. The mother did do the right thing, but wow, what a scary world we live in where that's a thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, highlight one, another one of our sponsors before I show you the last portion of our show today, and that is CB Distillery. Look, we already talked about putting a big hurt on big box stores, big pharma and all that. CB Distillery is a way for you guys to switch up a lot of your over-the-counter medications and get something A, natural, B, something that God put on this earth for you to consume, and C, would put a huge dent in the monetary and financial wallet of the big pharma companies, okay? So all you have to do is go to cbdistillery.com, do a little bit of research. Oh, look at that. I just signed up to be a monthly donor, says Osterich. We need now more than ever, and I want to thank you for that. I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. CB Distillery, ladies and gentlemen, look, if you spend, say, 100 bucks a month for over-the-counter stuff, how about break that down to 80 to, uh, to say 20 bucks a month and spend the other 80 with CB Distillery? I'm telling you, you'll feel a lot better from most of your over-the-counter drugs. All you have to do is go to cbdistillery.com today, cbdistillery.com today. Use the promo code LFA. Get yourself a big discount and join in the fight today. I can't believe we're almost at 1,600 rumbles, Eli. That's incredible. I want everybody to do me a favor before we show you these last two videos, Okay. Refresh the video right now, everybody, and see if your rumble counted. Because I'm going to refresh here real quick. And I see 1,530. What do you see? Let's get to 1,600. Now, do you guys want to know where there's not a deadly war going on? Eli, do you know where there's not a deadly war going on? Kiev. Kiev. Let's go to Kiev, ladies and gentlemen. Folks, this is Kiev, Ukraine. This was four Days ago, a nation at war. Wow, they look ravaged. War-torn Kiev. Wow, that looks terrible, Eli. Oh, but hold on. I've got another video for you. Check this one out. This was a woman, and I showed her last year. She's since been arrested. Oh, yeah. Roll this clip. I want you to see what it says here. Ukrainian woman stood up for the lies and the manipulation. Check this out. (laughs) 
Look at the look on her face. She doesn't know how to answer. She doesn't have freedom of speech there. Who's the aggressor? Man, she's trying to hold back. Ukraine started the war. 2014 against its own this is why the rest of the world yep she was arrested ladies and gentlemen earlier this year now i didn't know she was arrested we showed that video last year she was arrested in the end of february this year i don't know where she is today I don't know if she's dead. I don't know what. But remember what I told you about the Donbass region? Remember what I told you about that? And she said she didn't want to say it. She's like, I don't want to say. I don't think anything. I don't want to talk about it. I wonder why. And ladies and gentlemen, one last bit of story before we go to Mike Crispy and Unafraid. Lady G, Lindsey Graham herself, has an arrest a warrant issued in Russia. If Lindsey Graham, Lady G, goes to Russia... He will be arrested for calling for the assassination of a world leader and for his continued support and help of of, of Vladimir Zelensky. Roll this clip. Russian officials have issued an arrest warrant for South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. That warrant comes after comments he made related to the fighting in Ukraine. Graham met with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky Friday. Zelensky's office later released an edited video of their encounter where Graham said, quote, the Russians are dying and also described the U.S. military assistance to the country as the best money we've ever spent. Now, while his remarks happened in... Dang right, it's the best money you ever spent. By the way, folks, you probably don't know this, but we are approaching $200 billion to Ukraine in the last year. $200 billion! And we're fighting over a debt ceiling thing. Unbelievable. Anyway, Mike Crispy's already started his countdown. So we're already going into his show. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Crispy, Unafraid, comes up next. You do not want to miss it. So remember, folks, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you in Mike Crispy's chat next. Unafraid, Mike Crispy. God bless you guys. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face no matter what. And always keep spreading that gospel. My best advice to you, I'll see you in Unafraid next. Peace.